Just be in earnest. Just be in earnest. Just be in earnest. Just be in earnest. A little one bit in cold beer. Have you done a podcast before? I did the Brothers Hunt, and I did. Uh, I think that's the only one I've done. You what? know who that is? No. Um. Uh. Do you? What's their last name? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Isbell. The Isbell okay, brothers. Okay, Reed okay. and Dan. Okay. Reed, Reed. Yeah. And uh, they just talked about hunting. It was it was fun though, dude. Dope. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Busting with the boys was my first podcast, and then I decided I wanted to. And get who's that own. guy? It's Will Compton and Taylor Luan. Ah, the right. boys. They're fucking fun. I had Will on last week. Good you, dude. Did you have Taylor on one too? No, not yet. And he's kind of salty about it. But I'm gonna get, get him, him on, on. dude. <clears throat> he's a beast. He's like one of those guys that you look at him and you're like, man, I know I would be friends with that guy. And that's exactly totally. And he'd yeah. be friends with you. I mean, he's he really is just a bro. And he's probably and I'm not just saying this as I know him, he's probably my favorite Titan. Really? He's just got the fucking he's an outlaw, dude. He's like us to country music is him to football, where really? it's like, yeah, like status quo, whatever mannerisms necessarily don't yeah. go hand in hand with him, and he'll smack you around on the football field. I like that shit. Yeah, I love that shit too. So you said you're on a hunting podcast. This is not a hunting podcast, but I am going to talk to you about hunting some because okay. I know you've done it in a bunch of different ways. Yeah. You ever slaughtered a hog? Yeah, many a time. When was your first hog slaughtering? Um. First, okay, first pig I ever killed uh, is actually a funny story because, like, <clears throat> where I'm from, they got, they they don't migrate, but it's just like, just like freaking coronavirus. Like, they've spread, and you, you'll you hear, like, at first, you know, I was, like, 12 years old, like, so-and-so killed a hog, like, the county over, and you're like, they really a wild hog? And then uh, I was at church. Getting pumped up about a wild hog. And, uh, yeah, dude, and my dad missed church one afternoon. This was before texting or anything. We used to talk on uh, walkie-talkies from deer stand to deer stand. Before texting was literally, I mean, it was a thing, but not really. When I was 12, like, it was just coming out, like, right. 2000, year 2000 or so. And my dad either came in late for church or it was he missed church on Sunday night. And he was like, well, you're never going to guess what I saw. And I was like, what? And he was like a big old wild hog. And I was like, are you serious? And he said, yeah. And he was like, it was a big old boar. Cause he walked under the stand and I put my scope on him and all I could see was his nuts hanging out. from under. <laughs> I just remember that. And, uh, so that was the thing, you know, it was like, holy shit, we have, we finally have wild hogs. And it, at the time it was exciting. They could be really destructive and stuff. But anyway, didn't see us. They, they'll fuck up a farm, right? Like, yeah, you yeah. want to get they'll rid turn of your them. Grass up. Yeah, for the yeah, people yeah. that they, are going to be mad about killing, they scare pigs, your like, deer off. They're yeah. just kind of a nuisance. But I low key, I love having them around. It sucks for deer hunting, but there's never been a time where a hog came out and I got mad. Every time I was like, <laughs> hell yeah, dude. <laughs> but uh, so my dad, my dad uh, was in this other deer stand. This is like two years later. We're on the walkie-talkies, and it got dark. And he walks out, and he walks by my deer stand as he walks out. So I would just sit till dark and wait on him. And uh, not because I was scared or nothing. Just, <laughs> and, uh, but I was. Yeah. <laughs> I was like 14 years old, 13 or 14. And he was like, all right, I'm coming out on his walkie-talkie. And then, uh, and then 
I hit him back and I was like, Hey, I think I got a, I think I got something coming out here. I could hear something coming. And about that time I could see his flashlight at the end of the lane. And I said, turn your flashlight off. And he was like, what? I was like, turn it off now. So he turned it off. And then I went, boom. And I shot and just, they, dude, when you shoot a hog, it's literally like exactly what you would think, but it's the most, it's the most like high pitched, scariest, like, but like as loud as you could possibly imagine. And, uh, oh my God. He was standing down there and he turned it back on. I was like, turn it off, turn it off again. And I shot. So anyway, I ended up killing two. And it was like, we were one of the first, our area was one of the first places to have them. It was awesome. I mean, that's, that does sound like such a rush. And oh then I got, God. I got buddies and I've been on them before that, uh, you go, <laughs> you trap them with dogs and you have them bayed by dogs and you run, somebody runs in there and grabs them by their legs and somebody else runs in and you stab them as hard God. as you can. And what you do, and this is so, yeah, it is. Hey, it if is. you have a weak stomach, tune out for the next two and a half minutes. We'll be right back. <laughs> you stab them in the heart and you yes. jiggle your knife around in a circle and you pull it out and they just bleed out. That's like, dude, it's like a Mortal Kombat finishing. Yeah, it is. Finish him. And his head's doing like that. Yeah. Just gross sound effects. It's insane. And what they do is they have Catahoula cur dogs and it's this kind of dog that they're baying dogs. So they're good at, they work together to bay animals. And they, they go in there and then they, they bay the hog and you can tell when the hog is bayed because like, I guess like the dogs will start squealing because that means like he's attacking them, which means he's not running. He's, you know, in a circle. And then they have a pit bull, uh, that they literally hold on a chain until they know the hog gets bayed. And then they turn that fucker loose, dude. And you just listen ah! and you just hear, and then just, and it's, dude, it's awesome. And they grab, they grab the hog like by the nose and they know, they just know and they hold it down and you literally, you run through the woods until you find it and that you're literally standing there and there's a pit bull with his like mouth just around this hog's nose. And then somebody just gets in there and Stabs does more combat does circles around the heart. And yeah. Pulls it out. <laughs> Ruthless. How do Hey, I, I, I leads me to my next question. How do you reckon you write love songs? <laughs> <laughs> how you, how you write a song like sign sober you? That's actually, you know what? I didn't mean for that to be a serious question. How the fuck did you write Sign Sober You? Dude, I got to be honest. I, sorry, Mom. I'm also sorry, Miss Hardy. I, I just said I said the F-bomb. I remember, oh, I'm going to say the F-bomb. I fuck yeah. <laughs> I remember me and Ben, it was a night right, me and Ben Burgess and, and Jordan Schmidt. Uh, it was in the peak of my weed smoking days. Cause you know, you knew me back then and I, I still smoke weed, but I don't, it's that back then it was, you know, I ain't as good as I yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's when I could just, I, these days I don't, if I get too high, I hate it. And back then it was how high can I get? You yes. know what I mean? Yep. I'm still there. <laughs> yeah. I feel you. Well, good, good on you, man. Appreciate you. Um, but we, I remember we smoked two blunts back to back and we went upstairs. It was when Jordan was still. Uh, At the old the, old Tree Vibes place? Yeah, in the Crow's Nest yeah, up there. Yeah. And that was one of the first songs that nobody had the hook. So that hook came out at the, just fell out. And you know me, I don't, I can't stand that. Right. Usually. But yeah. we just started writing this story. And then like, sure enough, dude, it was like, we were all tossing around this idea of writing a letter to your friend or something like that. And I remember Burgess being like, no, bro. Write it to yourself. And we were all just like, oh, shit. Yes, man. And then that was it. But that song, that was as, as big of 
that as one of my songs as that one is, that was one that uh, didn't. You know how I am about no, that's hooks, wild. That's and I wild. have to understand the whole thing. And that one, that hook just fell out that day. I mean, that, that probably what makes it such a special song. I, I did. I, I assumed you had that title and brought it in. Uh, the first time I heard that song, um, we were playing that guitar pool in L.A. Uh, yeah, that was the first time you heard it. That was the first time I heard it, and. I'm side stage, half turn, and uh, I hear you get to the hook, and I lost it, dude. I was like, "What?" He, I go, "Science over you, dude." <laughs> I'm over here like interrupting people, listening. Like, science over you, <laughs> and everybody—they don't know I'm saying science over you. They're like, "Right, and bro." For the for a month. I was obsessed with that joint. You got science over you. It made just as much sense to me too. Where I was like, dude, I'm taking facts over the fucking hope I have for what we could be. I'm like, so there's another turn on that one. <laughs> then I found out it was uh, science, science over you. Love it again, even more, dude. That was a fun show. That was I. That's you played locals only at that show. Played locals only, and then freestyle rapped. Yeah, well, you played another song. What did you play? I know you played Locals Only, because I was like, well, never heard nothing like that. That's nice. What did I... Did, are you sure I played two songs, or I thought I just played Locals Only? No, everybody did, because I remember Kanan played uh, um, Love You Like That and Hole in a Bottle. What would I have played? And uh, Ray Lynn played, played Bra Off and something else. I'm glad you can remember theirs, and not mine. Locals Only, and uh, would you have written anything else that you... Oh, did I... I I didn't play Blessings. I didn't. Did I play one oh, of the? You might, or, you oh, might. I played Drink All Day. If you don't I start played, in the morning, yeah, yeah, I yeah, play, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's Drink totally All Day. Playing. That's right. And then yep. I then I came back out and freestyle. Um, I got some I got some questions here. Oh that shit! Have, that have been prepared. Okay. By whom? Uh, my attorney. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what if you were like, all right, and you just served me on a podcast? Oh, no. Dude, you've been served by Ernest. My second podcast. Dude. People pay me to serve people. Oh, that would be amazing. You're like Chris Hansen, but for serving people. <laughs> Come around the corner. Let's take a seat. Right you here. had to take a seat. <laughs> what are you doing here? Man, I was just here to have some pizza, mostly. <laughs> no, you're not. We have your. <laughs> We have your receipts. Dude. We have a recording. It doesn't sound... Tell me if this is you saying this. It doesn't sound like that song. There's a couple notes difference. And they're like, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. <laughs> well, what about, for instance, when you said, there's no way anyone will put... <laughs> there's no There's no way anyone will think this sounds like that Kane Brown song. <laughs> In the middle of that one. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. Oh, God. I I literally called every writer. I was like, I would never mean to steal a song. You know that. And they're like, no, we get it. I mean, dude, dude are you the, kidding? They're jumping for joy. They're about both, to have a number one. We're both writing 90s country songs, and we just happen to land on whatever. Dude, I, I'm, I'm... That might be my first number one, if it goes. It still goes, though. Knock on something. Yeah. That, uh... Dude, if you're not on top of something... I, dude, if you listen to 90s country... Every... All of them have the same little turn. And, and it's... It was... It's... Yeah, it's a thing. It's literally a How thing. How many songs do you know that, that sound like, it's something women like about a pickup? That yeah. Do, damn well, and the chord structure, the moves, you know they're the same. And they, the <laughs> melody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
anyway, I, so I don't feel I don't. I'm, I know I'm it's whatever. I'm I'm pumped either way. But uh, oh, dude, before I get questions, the uh, the being served podcast just remind me of a little business idea I had. Okay. Uh, so like you know how athletes be powdering up their hands and throwing it up at like before the game and stuff yeah. like that. Okay. So cremation. Or just be like one last urn. And it would be like basically I'm a middleman between professional athletes and famous people. And if you die and your final wish is to be oh, cremated up. and thrown LeBron up James. As, like get LeBron I want LeBron James to toss my ashes up. I'm your middleman. If you want, uh, if you want Derek Henry to do it at the 50 yard line of the Titans game because you want your ashes, dude. I mean, it's a how much would you charge for that? I think it'd kind of be like a cameo thing. Like if artists knew or if uh, athletes knew it going, maybe the price changes compared depending on like the case, maybe. But I mean, I think it's a high, I think it's a it's an expensive, it's a dark ask. It's a dark (laughs) ask, especially since you're like. You go in like to somebody who's dying and go, all right. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. you I know you're a Titans sale- fan. Your family told me you're a Titans fan, and you get out like a brief or a folder, and you start like yeah. doing a business pitch. To somebody that's dying. <laughs> you got to be a you got to be a certain kind of person. weird ass person. Yeah, going to just what are you doing? Oh, I'm at the hospital. You okay? Yeah, no, no, no. Just just making the rounds, <laughs> running some business. Wow. Damn. Okay, earns earns last 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 wish, one last earn. Um, let's see here. Uh, if you're hammered on a Saturday night and head to Broadway, what bar do you go to, and why is it Kid Rocks? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Now, what bar do you go to on Broadway? If you if you had to, you're probably not a Broadway guy. I'm not. No, but I, I go. Uh, it used to be, it used to be uh, Tootsie's because. Uh, Hunter Phelps, who's a good friend of mine, used to sing there. That was his weekend gig, dude. And not only weekends, but just like he, yeah, you because know, you I know, did not know that. Industry. It's not like he was trying to make it down there. He was just making some money and he knew a bunch of cover songs. Like, you know how that is. So I, we used to go down there and just get fucked up and watch Hunter play all the time and like would randomly requ- try to request songs that we've written and stuff like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Tootsie, Tootsie's is a good hang. That can be uh, a good hang. I like um, Roberts because they got like, Two dollar or dollar bush lights. Were you a Paradise Park guy? When oh the yeah, OG so, Paradise so the Park. First, was, so on my twenty first, dude, that was the best. I got kicked out of Paradise Park, and I took a mat shot in Paradise Park. And the old car that was in there, I got kicked out because I had a somebody made me a list of shit I had to do, and I got up there and was dancing on it, and I fell off of it, and they kicked me out. I got fucked up, and I I, my, I, dude, I hung my head. Yes, I was. It's still in school at Murfreesboro, and I puked all the way. My head was out the window going down the interstate, and it was in January because w- my birthday for some reason, like we couldn't celebrate it then, so we celebrated it in January. When's your birthday? November, September, September. A long time. Are you a Virgo? Yeah. Nice. Are you? No, I'm a Capricorn. Uh, we get along. Okay, cool. Um, okay, anyway, so you threw Paradise it out all the way. Yeah, yeah Paradise the hamburgers. Park. One time, Kid Cudi played in town, and then we were out with this dude that looked just like Kid Cudi, and I, I secretly told a bunch of people it was Kid Cudi, and we caused a scene in the food part, dude, and we oh got kicked out of there. God. I've had some good Paradise Park memories. Th- those those were the days of turf floors. Yes. Just um, smelled like freaking, I don't even know, Sunday school, old Sunday school or something. Man. Dude, uh, yeah, take you a, take you a lipper. Yeah. 
Take your lipper. Well, you take a lipper. I might I might read these ads really quick and get back to some questions. You're already doing ads? Dude, I got dude. Have you actually got I'm, money in your pocket already? I'm in a wider seat because I can't fit in the normal seats because my pockets are so fat <laughs> because of these fucking Your seat is it's shaped like a diamond. That's because the rolly that's on the way has diamonds in it, and it's just from three sponsors who want to be a part so of the you. Just I thought Rams. when I listened to the one last week with uh somebody, I don't remember. What's the dude? Not Taylor, but the other guy. Will Compton. Yeah, you weren't you weren't joking about that. No, I you got, actually have. I thought you were just being funny. No, I, I've and I've manifested that because I've read off fake sponsors every week, and then I finally got three real sponsors. Go. Uh, look, so I thought of a scenario where all three sponsors could be used at once, and it'd go something like this: Look, a a, a tornado could come through, or or something. Some let's say your house gets messed up. Uh, Oh, a bull runs through your kitchen, destroys it. You got to call Temple Insurance. You got to call my boy Will Temple at 615-948-3605. 615, hey, can't read. 615-948-3605. That's Will Temple at Temple Insurance. Dude, they cover your house, your car, uh, your family. If you just moved to town and you, you got a life you're trying to leave behind you, you need to start over, find some insurance, Temple Insurance. They're your first call when a bull messes up your kitchen. You say, hey, nothing I can do about it. Bull just destroyed my kitchen. What do I do? They're going to say you're going to need to, you know, let's get an estimate and let's get somebody running there, do some construction. And I would send you ex- just straight to Taylor Design and Construction, dude. At 270-498-2350, Taylor is going to get you set. A bull doesn't have to run through your kitchen, guys. You can just be sick and tired of of your house the way it is and say, I'm knocking that wall down. I'm putting a man cave where a nursery used to be. And uh and and that's where we're gonna that's where we're gonna call Taylor at Taylor Design and Construction. If you want to find him on Instagram and see some of his handiwork, I'd go to Taylor underscore D underscore C. Shoot him an email, unsolicited pics, whatever, at Taylor underscore D underscore C at yahoo.com. And you're going to have a construction crew come up there and he's going to do it. You're doing a thing where you got a, a <coughs> bubble in your I got throat a bubble and your in voice throat. changes. Damn, dude. You called that. Th- I wish people would call that out more. Well, glad you're here. Go ahead. Sorry. Now that I got the bubble out of my throat, just in time to remind you that if you got construction on your house, you're going you're gonna to need some yard work because... There's going to be trucks going through, and grass is going to be overgrown while you're getting some stuff done. Let me fix you right there. Luke Mitchell, Grant Mitchell at Mitchell Lawn Care, they're going to come stripe your yard up. I mean, it's going to look like the all-star game in your front yard. And I'd give them a call at 615-934-4152. That's Luke. And give Grant a call at 615-934-4151 and say, hey, it's looking like a farm out here, and they'll come and cut it. Cut it right up. Okay. Those are my sponsors. Yeah, Love dude. It. Sponsored. Sponsored. Hey, that's congrats, man. Thanks, dude. It's all it's all local businesses, too. Trying to put on for yeah. Nashville. Yeah, that's a great idea. I love it, dude. This is, um, I'm already having a blast. I am, too. I'm glad you're here. This has been a long time coming. Now we get some heat on the podcast. Yeah, you got Keith, what, number two? You had Keith? Number three, yeah. Number three, dude. Jesus Christ, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how that happened. I just reached. Let's talk about how great of a guy he is. You introduced me to him. He is? Dude, yeah, really? Yeah, the first time I met him was in here. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the first time I had ever met him. Dude, honestly, there's been a few moments. 
dude, you, okay, there's been three moments, and I've just now thought about this, where I have walked in this room and looked at whoever we were writing with and going, holy shit. And that's not a joke. The first one was Sam Hunt. And I know that once you get in this bubble wow. and like we get their numbers, it that goes away. But there, there's always that first time. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, totally. Totally. The first time was Sam Hunt, and it was me, you, and Charlie, and Sam. And I know y'all had been writing with him some. Yeah. And I just like shook his hand, and we sit down, and I'm just like, Cool dude, man. What the fuck am I doing here? You know what I mean? And then that's just, wild though, because you've definitely, I mean, you should be in any and every room you ever want to be. No, I know, in. but it's, it's, yeah, and I, I had many of those moments, and they've been with you, so I appreciate that. Well, first of all, thanks. Second of all, you finished your beer, and the time that I took like one sip, so I need to catch up. Now you got to dip in. I'm spinning. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not <laughs> Second time was Keith, coolest guy ever, and then the third time was Nelly. Wow, that was your first time meeting Nelly too. Not meeting him, but first time working with it, like actually gotcha. being professional with him. And he was—I know y'all've written a lot more than me and him have, but my mind was blown. All three of them, but. You know, writing with a hip hop artist, I had never done that before. Yeah. And so I don't, you know, and, and they're just a different, it's a different vibe. I know LA and all that, dude, he was, I was so blown away at how professional he is. And so just professional. a legit songwriter. Like we could have sat in here and written a country. I mean, it just, it, the, it, nothing changed about like, we're bouncing lines off each other. And he's like, Oh, I like that phrasing. Do that. And then do this on top of that. And then you're over here, blah, blah, blah. And the, you know, it was just, it was exactly how a Nashville song gets written. And I just 100. praise his professionalism. Dude, I, I do too. And I love, I mean, that's awesome. That's his bottle of Tito's and lemonade has been here since the last time we were here. Keep that bro. I am keeping that. You know, I won uh 200 bucks off Nelly. I spilled my beer. <laughs> <laughs> I won 200 bucks off Nelly, dude. Uh, at, I was there, Austin. It was in Austin at the racetrack. I was, at the, I at the was racetrack. 100% there. Dude, I had to run to the top of this like 24-story like viewing tower for some... Might like, have been more than that, bro. It was high up there, but... And jeans. Jeans and, and Jordans. drunk. Very. And I... Yeah, dude. I was, I'm, I was in no shape to do what I did, but Nelly's out here making bets. And I was like... I'll do it. He goes, I'll bet you 200 bucks you can't get up there and down and whatever one before me was nine minutes or something like that. Yeah. He, he gave you a time and you beat it. I beat it. And uh, what was it on the way down? Were you just trying to jump flights of stairs? That's exactly what I did. Because I feel like that would be the move. I was if going. You can figure out a groove where you can kind of hold onto the rail and just jump down the whole flight. I was two. I was every two steps the whole way up. And I remember when I started getting extremely tired. I was like, got to be close. Looked over, and it was like not even halfway like 10, yet. 15 stories. It was go. miserable. But I got I got it, got the 200 bucks, and I bought two pair of Air Force Ones. Oh, what a great story. Yeah. I had to. That's such a great story. <laughs> Damn, that's good. Had Cr- to buy- Cletus did it too, right? Chris? Cletus did it. and uh, Chris did it in like fucking 30 seconds, though. He just like jumped to the top and then like jumped back down. Honeycutt did it. Wow. And one other person. Uh. I don't know, but damn, who else did it? I don't know, but Sid, you remember Sid was was having sex with that girl up there, dude. Was bumping uglies up the, there, dude. On the I tower. remember that because it was a it was a clear floor. It was a sky skywalk or whatever they call it, where the floor is glass and you walk out over. Yeah, terrifying. We're also. on the we're on the ground looking up, and it's like just two silhouettes, looks like a spider. <laughs> yeah, God dang, that. man, that was a time. I you know what? I wrote simple that day. Did you really? Yeah, I wrote simple that same day. 
June 1st, 2017. And Dang. it came out, ironically, not on purpose, a, a calendar year later. That's neat. Yeah. That's a special one. Yeah. That intro and turnaround is the most uplifting sounding shit ever. Holman, dude. I love Holman. Me too. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. Let's see. I got I got some more stuff here. This is this is funny. Um Okay, if you're just being earnest, what's something that I do that annoys you? You're good at you can you're good at this. I have no feelings. When you're uh oh dude, I don't know. That you don't do anything that annoys me. That's such a cheeky answer. Okay. Oh man, I don't know. I can freestyle song. <laughs> no. No, that doesn't annoy you. Laugh at my own jokes. I'm just fucking reaming myself right now. Uh man, I don't want to do this. I do don't it. like this. I I put you on this nobody asked you. All right. Fucking, when you when you get Man, I don't like doing do this. Do it. Dude. I fucking I'm the All one right. to ask. This isn't when on the you Bobby Bones during rights. The focus gets lost every now and then. Fair. <laughs> I hate that. Why did you make me do that, dude? Because I wanted to know, dude. I hate that though. Because we I, write so well together, but that's like the only. But the only reason that I'm saying that is because you know that like I I want to come in and like laser guy be done, three laser hours. guy and be done. And the only reason is because I have OCD and I. But I don't even. Why yes. did you make me say? Well, that, no, dude? here because I wanted a chance to defend myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing, though. It's like it's like that's fine. Man, and I, I would that. also I hate say that we even did this right now, no, dude. Get over it because I wanted to tell you. Uh, I think Snow's a great writer. Ernest, sorry, Ernest is a great writer. You're Snow forever in my phone and in my in my. my I'm brain. Snow to so many people, but you're a great writer, and that it's, it has nothing to do with how good he Look, is. Look, and I hate that this. I happened. literally asked you this question, and and it's funny because it just made me realize. I think two or three of the times that we've written and I've been drunk have been night rights after a day of drinking. Yeah, like for more than my hometown, dude. Does your back hurt, by the way? For carrying my ass on that song. I just remember map.shame, dude. And like <laughs> when I said, ain't that a map.shame? And to think that. And and Ernest just goes, Ain't that a fucking map.shame? And dude, you went on and on and on. But that was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Dude, dude I hate that I had to just say that. Dude. I love that you said it because this is what the fucking podcast is called just being earnest right, for. Okay. This isn't just being a bitch. Dude. Why? That's hilarious. But that's though. more, and I'm not just saying this to get out of it. That's more of my meticulousness than it is oh, your annoy you being annoying. That's more of your professionalism, and, <laughs> and and more of me just. Hey man, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> WKDF. Next question. Let's Next question, dude. Out. You go to Maggie Moo's or Coldstone. What ice cream do you make? Coldstone. Yeah, I like watching it get made. Do they do that at Maggie Moo's? Uh, I think so. Coldstone. First of all, I don't really fuck with ice cream much because not a big ice cream guy. I'm I'm not lactose intolerant, but dairy is so not in my diet that when it is in my diet, it's it ain't good. You know what I mean? So you like don't drink milk? No, I don't, if I eat a bowl, of, I I used to, but like I just for no other reason other than that I just quit doing it. I'll eat like even a if I eat like three slices of cheese pizza, bro. Pull over, bus. Toot toot. Toot toot. I got to go. You know what I mean? I got to go. You know what I just thought of? Parmesan. Oh, bro. Parmesan. Breadsticks with all of my best friends. Parmesan. Whoa. 
I don't even know about that, dude. Oh my god. Um, let's see. I got like a couple more. This is funny. I ended up not doing a prologue today. I think the whole podcast is just going to be me and you. That's great. For, I love that. All we need is the is the the intro. Do you do song? that for all of them? Yeah, that's the that's the yeah, song. That's great. I love that song. I need to come up with the like the day I came <laughs> up with the podcast. I was sitting outside by the fire. And I was like, I need a theme song. And then I, all we need was on the little playlist I was listening to. <laughs> you say your harmonies just, over the track. And yeah. it's clearly not in the same mix. <laughs> at all. Like, at all. <laughs> at all. I love that song, though, dude. Thank you. I, I, that was I, with Craig. I, I will say this, and I'm not just trying to SYD, but uh, uh, I listen to, you can ask Callie, too, I listen to that record more than probably in the past six months since you put it out. That's I I go to the there's like five or six songs that I love I love the whole thing but five or six that like if I didn't know you I would still listen to them just as much hell and yeah listen to and your old shit back in the day I did too but I just I love it dude I, I mean, thank you I I like where speaking of my old shit like I love and I've talked about this on the podcast like I fucking love making pop and urban and I love rapping like I always love rapping but. This brand for me is so it's just so much easier. Like I don't I don't ever feel like I'm trying to wear a pair of shoes that ain't mine. Well then that's good. That means that that's your core yeah. cre- true creative self, which is, is yeah. where you want to be. Well thank awesome. you. You wanna hear my top five? Sure, yeah, I do. <clears throat> it might be more than that. Hard way just cause country and hooks yeah. for days. Locals only. Uh brain on love. All we need, sugar, and oh, yeah. uh, I think I love you are my six favorite. Hell yeah, top six. Thank you. I think all we need is number one though, and then brain on love. Is all we need is number one for you. Yeah, just because. Oh man, there's so many That's reasons. Why. That one streamed the worst, just about. Well, I mean, I I know fuck a stream, dude. I know what you mean. Kidding. So it's so fucking hard to like because what we like is always going to be different. Than, yeah, I, I agree. Mean, not always, but. It just sucks because I feel like it used to be if you liked a song as the artist, you can run it. Yeah, 100%. And, and now it's too, so many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, Great is, meals yeah. get made, but... I agree. Damn. Um, okay, let's see. If you... What is it? Uh, somebody dead or alive. Hold on, I seen it just a second ago. Oh, I, I ain't reading it, but it's... Basically, like, if you could work with any artist of any generation, any genre, what would it be? Who would it be? If I could do a Hardy song with an artist, it would probably be uh, Trent Reznor. Oh, of Nine Inch Nails. Yes. That's such a Hardy answer. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna, I'm wearing, oh, I thought you, I was wearing that in Nine Inch Nails. I'm wearing an Alice in Chains shirt. Um, all right. If yeah. you could, if you could, if you could collab with one rapper, or like, um, not for a Hardy song, but like, if you could, if you could ghostwrite for a rapper, who would it be? I, dude, post. I just, I don't know, dude. I, so good. I know that that's every single person in the world right now that writes songs, but like, I don't know. I've been a fan. I know you have too. I mean, since yeah, day one. I don't know. I just dig his thing, dude. His melody sense and his want to push the envelope. And forward. I just like he just I don't know him personally, you know, and we know people that do and but I just he just seems like a guy that I just would you just want to work with. Yes. 
and hang out with. Yeah. Yeah. Post. He's like, he's like, he, I just feel like he would fit in so well with not just Nashville, but just like the crew. Mm-hmm. Just the shotgun and beers and shit. Like, yeah, because well, he, he's always he's always at Mike's. Mike's at Mike and him have are you, good have friends. Have you ever kicked it with him? I've not like, kicked personally? it with Post. Me neither. But, but I got a feeling I know what kicking with Post would be like. Because, I mean, at Mike's house, aka the ranch. Shout out Mike Stud and Mike. Yeah, it's Mike's, just Mike. Mike's a great guy. Um, yeah, the you never know podcast. You just never know, Steve. Um, yeah, you see them. I mean, the sun will be coming up, and they're. They're fucking soft tossing, swatting with the samurai sword beer cans on the yeah, back porch. That's just that's, the middle, what we, mi- that's literally what we did. <laughs> it's like, so it's like, yeah, I, I know what that. I'd be right there if I can yeah. hang out with them. And it's but, like that's you see stuff like that. And it's like I get FOMO not because it's Post Malone, but because I want to hit a I wanna, camera. Yes, sword. I was like, like why? Damn, dude, that dude, looks so fun, dude. And then they went, uh, they went out after one of Post shows in L.A. They spent the whole night partying, going out, drinking bars, boom, boom. Uh, they call Hooters on Sunset at Foley calls uh, the whatever. He has a plug at Hooters at like 7 a.m. A plug is in just like, like somebody that'll just go in there and cook up wings and shit. Yeah. Or, or some like management, or somebody that could open it and get people there or whatever. He's like, hey, I'm with Post and some people. We want Hooters. And so they come in and open up and make them Hooters at like 7 a.m. Then they go to the trophy store and make the ball in a cup trophy. Bro, yeah, the beer punk champions of the world. Uh, yeah, dude, Nelk Put- boys, shout out, <laughs> negative shout out to Nelk boys, dude. Y'all got in our heads, dude. Oh man, they gave a shit about that table, and we had the right length table. They're we, the trolls up, of- out of being nice, out of being nice guys. We backed up, and and I, I kid you not, man, and I'm not an excuse kind of guy, but we we backed up, and dude, we were. When we were warming up, we were making everything we threw at. And when we backed up, everything was short, everything. I, it just it, it screwed us up, dude. Dude, you got trolled by the Nelk boys. I know. They got arrested in Mississippi. Did you see that? Where at in Mississippi? The Target. Which, where in Jackson? I guess. I don't know. But they, like, the whole crew got arrested in Mississippi um, for a Target prank. They were, like, dressed as Target employees and, like, going behind the counter and shit. I mean, I dude, I appreciate what they do. Yeah, dude. I, I don't have the nuts to do that. I'm not going to lie. You remember their first viral video before Nelk Boys or Senate was a thing? Maybe Nelk Boys just started, but it was when they were at the beach and they're like going to people. They're sitting in a suburban. They're like, hey, you want some Coke? You want some Coke? We're selling Coke. And like they're saying it pretty loud, like to where people could hear it. So like cops heard them and like they're they sitting in the black SUV. Yeah. Ah, cops are like, y'all got to get out of the car now. We're going to search you. He's like, what? Dude, we're just selling Coke. And cops are like, yeah, get out of the car. And the guy opens the bag, and it's just like 80 cans of Coke, oh, and the, the cops lost it. Um, let's see. Dude, we're playing golf today, so people are going to have to get over the fact this isn't going to be an hour and 50-minute yeah, long okay. podcast. Um, I'm having a great time, though. I am, too. It's fun to be back here in the studio, old time's sake. Um, you remember when I told you Joey wanted to make a record with you? Yeah. Yes. Is that part of your thing? Or no, I just I just thought of that. <clears throat> yeah, I do. And that was that was kind of the Simple <clears throat> was one of the songs. Simple and four by four. That was when they were just demos. Cause me and Joe would be sitting back here smoking volcano bags and like Yeah, good old all days. these demos would be coming in and we we're just sitting back there listening. I'm like, dude, Hardy needs to be an artist for sure. And he's like, That's what I 
dude, hey, that's what I'm. That's what I've been saying. I think I was leaving that night. Yeah. I was like, Joey said he'd cut a record. Yeah, on you. you called me, didn't you? <laughs> I think I caught you in the parking lot. Yeah, because he he texted me or called me right after that, and I didn't know him very well. <clears throat> and he was like, he just was like, dude, I just want to let you know, I would cut a record on you tomorrow. And he's been number one since Nickelback, dude. Because guess what? I listened to Nickelback. Guess what? You listened to Nickelback. Hell right. Everybody in the world when they were on fire listened and loved that stuff because they didn't start getting shit on until years later when it, in like meme culture, I feel like, when that became a thing. Right. When it's just cool to – I mean, it's cool to hate on the whoever's at the top and also like what Joey is consistent with. If, if you let him – if you let Joey be Joey, is that me really? It's coming through your headphones. That's weird. I was through your computer. Um, Joey. Yeah. You want to talk about a hit maker, dude? And the formula of just what's going to come through your airwaves and hit you the right way? Yeah. <clears throat> if you let Joey be Joey and get that out on you, dude, it's just so set up for success. Yeah. He's so good. He's still in the top, like, each week or each month, Billboard updates top producers like all genre and Joey's up there like yeah. top ten with fucking. I mean, because he had Nickelback and then he he did the Jake album that was massive, and then right after that he did FGL which was you know massive for such a long time and now this new wave of new artists are coming out and he's Morgan's guy yeah so he's never been not relevant for like literally twenty years twenty now. years love Joey he his he, Joey if you're listening looks like you live in a Grand Theft Auto Mansion. Yeah. Um, That's true. <laughs> let's see. Probably a couple more questions, and then we'll scoot on out of here. Do you uh, you cook at all? You yeah. cook food? What yeah. Are you, what's your favorite meal to cook? Um, so, actually, perfect segue. Uh, Joey, for Christmas, um, bought me a Traeger. Yes, he did. The Obviously, being Joey, being the great guy he is, and being the rich guy that he is, he bought, like, the big, the Mac Daddy. This podcast brought to you by Traeger eventually. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, ribs. I've dominated. I've I've dominated the ribs. Uh, I cook I cook steaks too. Not not usually on the Traeger, but on my other grill. And they uh, I do steaks. I don't do a lot in the kitchen. Um, more of not a, misogynistic whatsoever. Just more Callie, of a grill master. Callie's thing. She likes to. She's gotten really good at making dishes, baking stuff like that. But I'm I'm a grill grill guy. Yeah, I. I got like one of those charcoal grills or whatever from Home Depot, bro. And I tried putting it together. I, if I could have murdered a grill, I would have because it was like three hundred pieces. Oh, to put it together. And they quit. Like the numbers on the pieces stopped existing after like one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> and I'm like, y'all just fucking quit putting numbers on this shit, and I just got to look and read. Oh, it's the worst, but I use my grill three times a week. I had steak and eggs this morning. Oh, bro, let's go. Joey, or... You're, you're an early bird, aren't you? I can't help it. I it's wake so up so at... unassuming of you, Yeah, to be honest, because I just know you like to have a good time, and you know what I mean? Like you're. Yeah, it doesn't matter how good of a time I had, dude. If, I, if I'm having a good time till 3 a.m., I'm waking up at 6. Yeah, I, that's... I, respect the shit out of that man i'm still not there if i get in a routine like when i was on radio tour and doing stuff like that i was getting up around six or seven every morning even when i didn't have stuff to do yeah but i if if i don't set an alarm and i go to bed around midnight i'm 9 30 or 10 every morning which is still not no, terrible that's I not guess, bad for musicians. we know people that sleep till three or four yeah in the afternoon. for sure <laughs> yeah 
yeah, we, but uh, we sure do. Um, yeah, that's 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 great, man. Let's see. Oh yeah, what else was I gonna say? Um, tour got just kind of reamed for us yeah, all. Yeah, did. Who are you supposed to be out with? Thomas Rhett. We were supposed to start. And you're going to be direct? No. I was going to be uh, before oh. uh, Cole. Me that's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. Damn, Thomas that tour Rhett. is going to be awesome. Yeah. We were supposed to start in uh, um, Guilford, New Hampshire. I don't know if you've ever been there, but uh, it's the place where they you usually play two nights because the venue is smaller. But they put you up and they give you, like, weed cookies and, like, Backstage is like summer camp, and they're always walking around with servers giving you lobster mac and cheese and shit. It's oh my like, god! Oh, it's you probably was going to go through there, and if not, you will at some point in your lot in your touring career. But yeah, uh, yeah. So that's completely. It's been pushed to next year, um, and you know I don't know we I don't know what I'm going to be doing next year, so I can't say that I'll be on that tour if I won't be. But uh, it's a shame. That yeah, it's totally thrown a wrench in the whole system of touring. Yeah. It sucks. I know you were going to actually get to make money this year after yeah. three years of touring. and Yeah, just... this was the first year that I was going to be in the black. Yeah. I'd... Man, shout out to everybody that has like like all the healthcare workers and stuff, you know, totally. that have been pushing through all this. And shout out to uh, everybody that's a part of a tour that doesn't have a job right now yeah. because of this shit. And yep. um, any way we can help. Let us know. This is uh, this has probably been one of my favorite interviews. I don't want to call it even an interview. It's just we've no, been hanging out. Um, thanks for getting on Just Being Earnest. Hell yeah. I hate that you made me say something annoying about you. I asked. I know, but I hate that, dude. I literally... I asked. Dude, my annoying thing about you would probably be how meticulous you are when, when writing. <laughs> well, then good. I feel better <laughs> about my answer then. Yeah, no, because I mean... Then because that just means that we are who we are. Look, we're both we're both really good songwriters, and our methods are really Completely different. different. But we do so well with each other. Yeah, so it's like... Whatever. How I'm, would you describe my songwriting if you if you if you just gave a quick synopsis? I love I like hearing this um, just to stroke my ego or whatever. Yeah, your songwriting is is like Navy Seal. I'm like a uh, cop. <laughs> I love you know, it. like I might fucking be sitting in the car having a donut and like somebody fly by at eighty. I'd be like, let's chase that. For got some time. shit to do now. And you're you're like you've been seeing how long you could hold your breath underwater and like <laughs> dismember a gun and then come back up and put together like but we're both going to get the job done i think uh what is it assonance is that is assonance that what, is my is my fucking word dude that's your word Not and tell them, tell the people what assonance means and then assonance, i can break down a little bit more about what you do assonance is like uh uh i don't know the exact definition but it's uh basically in in a phrase or a sentence when uh, m- you repeat multiple vowel sounds. Like the if obs- you were to take a break by the lake and shake. And wake before- and bake, wake Jake, and- the snake. Yeah. That's assonance. Yeah. And- Eminem is the guy that coined and not created, but he is the guy. You know what's funny, dude? I watched Jungle Book the other day. Bare Necessities. Something, man, that to rest at ease and something. Oh, dude. The- of these. Dude, I was listening to it and I was like, bro, who wrote that shit? So good. The bo- ahead of its time, in my opinion. Way. That's such a out of the left field, out of left field fucking reference. But yeah. Also a great movie. Second of all, it's just a bare necessities. I was making bare necessities. Damn. I didn't even, I never realized. Rest that. at ease, dude. Necessities. Rest like at that's ease. that. We would do that in a rap song. 
Yes, Eminem's the king. That's why I've, yeah. I've. He's. That's why. I, oh, it's so wide of you for Eminem to be your favorite rapper. Yeah, so dude, what? guess you what? Watch any documentary and ask <laughs> any rapper ever, and they're gonna be like Eminem. Yeah, Eminem. dude. What he does. What he does with words is beyond me. Like, he was the first. He was the first time. He made orange not a hard rhyme word for, to me. He was like, well, obviously orange yeah. door hinge syringe. Sort. Yeah. Yeah. He said. uh yeah, bro. Now we're gonna think of pretty yeah. I know. Wants, I know. Oh, dude, one of one of my favorite verses. Uh, he says, uh, "It's three a.m. in the morning. Push my key in the door. This body's laying all over the floor. Ran. I don't remember how I got there, but I guess I must have killed them. Killed them." He goes, "Uh, you're walking down a horror corridor. It's almost four in the morning, and you're in a nightmare. He's on to you. Right there's the corner. He's waiting to corner you. Something sees you at the corner of his cornea. You're a goner. He uh, just saw you run. Uh, uh, sitting nude in my living room. Just saw some. T- uh, fuck yeah, Eminem. Yeah, whatever. Asinous. Just unfreaking real, dude. Asinous. the the man, the myth, the assonance. Michael Hardy. Dude. You know, I got. I, I might have told you that, but I got. So I'm, I just rebuilt my basement. And I put like you know quote studio right in my basement, and Callie's been ordering a bunch of uh, wall art, and there's all kinds of cool stuff. I actually show you when we go out to the house today. There's some cool shit in there, but uh, one of them that she got is the a canvas that had just has the definition of assonance and the the uh, the word. It's the dictionary you know, print of assonance. And so like, that's going to be my fun little joke is when we're writing with people and somebody's fighting me on like this, I'm just going to walk over point of the wall. to it and be like, this is what we're doing. Dude. I mean, you're the, you are the new standard. I've, I've been in other rooms too, where it's like, like with, I've been writing with Rodney or something. And like, we're trying to figure out a rhyme. And now I'm way more conscious of inner rhymes than I even was before yeah. because I know I'm going to turn in a song, and you're going to turn in a song. Guaranteed, your song's probably going to have more inner rhymes than me. And so Rodney will be like, man, he's like, I ain't Hardy. You know what's funny, too, is that like a lot of times they're hidden in there, and you it's how you phrase it. Yeah, totally. Because if you were like, I'm, 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 you know, I don't even know how to do it, but like I'm into... I'm in. I'm into sinning again with my friends, but you could like. I'm in. I'm into sinning again. I, I, I can't even not do it. But you it. could. You yeah. can go. I'm into sinning again with my friends, which is assonance. But you could go. I'm into sinning again with my friends, and like the with, and there's like more syllables than you yep. think sometimes. And if you find the right way to phrase them, it even creates that much more. I love that shit, dude. I'm a nerd about it. Yeah. That's what makes you get annoyed at me for drinking. If I can just <laughs> spitting out, spitting out. If you hold this over my head for the rest of I will my never, life, no, I'm going to die, I, I will not. I will not. But, I mean, my method, my, I write, like, I freestyle. I, You're I rapid can't, fire. I can't way overthink. Like, I come in with ideas sometimes and titles or whatnot. Like, I'll have a title every now and then where I think, okay, this would be a cool twist, and I usually bring those to people. But, like, for the most part, my ideal day now my ideal day is have somebody like you or somebody with the title and then like, hey, get, say the title and let me freestyle over some music yeah. and l- try to land on that. Um, well, but- and I, the, my favorite thing about writing with you is that like I can't always think of the way to say it, but I, if I'm like, we need to find a way to basically say the cow jumped over the moon, but not that, and you'll immediately say 10 ways to say it. Yeah. And I'd be like, that one, that's the one. You know what I mean? That's yes. the best part about us writing together yeah having me having a that's the one guy in the room is how songs get finished because i can 
give you 30 freestyle takes yeah. with the producer all day, but it's like, I need somebody to come and make my mind up for me. Hell yeah. Um, let's see. Last thing we'll get out of here. I, I am curious though, because hot topic this week. Have you been arrested before? No, never. Um, um, speaking of, my attorney's calling me. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, uh, we're live doing a podcast right now. You're on speakerphone. So is this about, oh. is this about like, uh, did, no, I was, am I going to jail? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're good. No jail. I was just calling to check in because you said you're going at three. So, uh, cool. We can edit this out, but you do your thing. I'm not going to edit it out. We started early. We're going to get out on the links and play some golf. Oh, you dogs. Dude, I just bought a ton of new golf gear. So You say you go. just bought a ton of new cold beer? <laughs> cold beer and golf, golf gear. Uh, assonance. Assonance. <laughs> assonance brought to you by Hardy. We'll holler at you later. Special guest Ryan Kroon with the call-in. Thanks. And you're listening to The Big 99. He's showing up on it? Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, no, you haven't been arrested. You never. I know you've been in. You've you've had handcuffs. I've been in a little. Yeah, I've been in some trouble, but I've never gone downtown, as they say. Huh. <laughs> hey, there's a title. Yeah. Uh, uh I, I, ain't, I ain't trying to go downtown tonight. I was at a party one time, and a deputy sheriff in Mississippi uh, unraveled the rope or the chain around a gate and came into a property to bust up a party. Cause there were a few people there that were underage. I was not. Um, and I proceeded to, uh, drunkenly and, and a little disrespectfully. I, 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 a little, much respect, a little disrespectful. I respect people that, that work for the law for the most part, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, cause it, anyway, look, there's bullshit in every corner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, but the guy, tried to arrest people and I caused a scene and was like, the second you unraveled this gate right here and da 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 da, you know, and because he, he technically trespassed and, and, and that's the very, was it a abandoned place or was it private property that it was somebody there property. knew like the, the owner was in the house? Yeah. The, the owner oh, was okay. there and, and oh, the guy, yeah, he did trespass. He, yeah. He undid, he unraveled a chain and he, and he moved the gate himself and drove in and uh, and immediately came in and was being an asshole to everybody. Grabbed a kid for no—I mean, this is serious for no reason by the neck and threw him up against his car and was like, "How old are you?" Blah blah blah. And it was—I think the guy got in a lot of trouble. But anyway, I, I was the—I was That's somebody's I, fantasy. Yeah, I was. Yeah, <laughs> and I was super vocal about that. And anyway, and he—he—that's anyway. I got in. A, I try. Almost got in a little trouble that night, but I didn't. That's good. Yeah. But no, I've—I've I've been. I ran for run from the cops like. A couple times, by foot or in in the uh, whip? In a car, uh, in Mississippi. Can I get arrested for saying that? No. Maybe that'll be the. Yeah, me and John ran from the cops one time, which was very necessary. Uh, I was not drinking and driving. I was completely sober. Yeah. But we, uh, we ran from the cops because we were going to get arrested if. The cops pulled us over and searched our vehicle, and that's fair enough. We ran through, we ran, and we got away. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's good. All I got to say about was that. there a good, good little chase piece, or did you just have to no. kind of cut so some corners and? We turned the corner, and three cops came around, and oh uh, wow, it's one like of them OJ. looked at us, turned his lights on, but it was a really narrow street, and so he had to do like a nine point turn to turn around, and and my buddy, John. So I won't say his name again, but. 
uh, was knew the area we were in. I'm going to bleep like, out his name in the podcast. John uh, said, uh, turn here. Now turn here and I turn right here. And then if you turn here, it's an exit right on to the interstate. And we were gone. That must have been right over here. It was in uh, John. It was it was right over there. Okay. Just put it, that way. it was that way. It was that way. Oh my god! And they would have they would have found the dead body, right? They would have found the uh, thing that weighed about as much as a dead body. Oh shit! <laughs> big, big old. Uh, <clears throat> Big old mistake. <laughs> big old mistake. Big old green seven hundred and fifty dollar mistake. Man, I'd like to. I think I'd <laughs> like. To, I think I'd like to try me one of them. <laughs> um, well, look again. Thanks for joining me. This has been fun. We should go play some golf. Let's do it, um, guys. This is episode five, I think, of Just Being Earnest. And this is Michael Hardy, aka Hardy. And we'll see you next week. Later. Peace. Okay, now that he's gone, I just want to sit here one more time and thank all of y'all for tuning in. We're just going to keep doing it one week at a time, all the way to the tippy top. And we're just going to rock them until there ain't nothing to rock no more. If y'all don't follow me on Instagram already, how'd you get here? It's at Ernest. You want to get me on Twitter? It's at Ernest615 because I represent the 615. If I don't see you next week, that's on you because I'll be here. We'll see you. This is Just Being Ernest. Just being earnest, just being earnest, just being earnest, just being earnest.